Welcome to episode 5 of Generation Mexico, a podcast dedicated to Gen Z's perspective regarding Mexican political and environmental matters. I am your host, David Cerda. For each episode, I've tried to discuss subject or issues that are either mainstream or not known at all, and mostly topics that have impressed me. This episode's topic is no different. Originally built as a community in 1945, the Bordo de Sochiaca, which is now part of the Greater Mexico City metropolitan area, was an up-and-coming community that housed low-income and indigenous families. It was built on a drained eastern portion of the Texcoco Lake, which has been continuously drying since the late 1800s. This small community later became part of Ciudad Nezahualcoyotl, also known as Ciudad Neza, and grew in population. However, in 1975, the Bordo de Sochiaca, which had a relatively low population density, became the new planned area for the municipal landfill for Ciudad Neza, as well as receiving the garbage from Mexico City when the city's dumps were oversaturated. The 150 hectares, which Bordo de Sochiaca was on, quickly became flooded with trash. The dump ultimately would accumulate 12 million tons of waste in its 30 years of full capacity operation. It got to the point where the entire area had a minimum of 2 meters of trash on the ground. As a result of the overwhelming amount of garbage, trash separators were required to work 10 or more hour shifts, yet only earn around 100 pesos a day. Apart from the deplorable working conditions, the landfill brought up several issues regarding public health, primarily since it was an open dump in the middle of a growing area of Mexico City. To make matters worse, the town was and still is under a cacique, practically being a lawless area of the city. The lack of governmental surveillance ultimately led to an increase in the crime rate. Seeing the state of the landfill in town, Carlos Slim, working through the Carso Group, established in 2006 a plan to shut down the landfill and move the area towards a new era of infrastructure and innovation. The plan, officially called the Bicentennial Garden City, shut down two of the three Ciudad Neza dumps, and the Gargantuan Project, which planned on removing the millions of tons of trash, began. Since the land was valuable as a result of its close proximity to the airport, the project made sure to include several aspects that would make it economically attractive. It was praised as an environmental and economic success for the area. The sustainable aspects included using the methane from the decomposition of organic waste, which allowed for the project to utilize primarily green energy for the removal of the trash and the construction. The Finnish city included the largest sports center in the entire metropolitan area, two universities, a hospital, a shopping center, a Teleton Children's Rehabilitation Center, a Telmex house, among others that would benefit the area. Unfortunately, while dumps 1 and 2 were closed, Nezahualcoyotl Dump 3 is still dealing with the issues that made the Bordo de Sochiaca so infamous. Operating in the growing area for more than 40 years, locals living in Ciudad Neza have continuously complained about the putrid smell as well as the lingering air pollution that can be constantly seen above the dump. The minimum wage workers who are literally working paycheck to paycheck have to deal with 10-hour work shifts in a deplorable garbage dump. The workers themselves have had to organize themselves and divide the patch into sections in order to reduce the risk of any conflicts. The amount of trash is still uncontrolled, and the waste has led to dirty drinking and irrigation water for the area. Since the landfill has no supervision or regulation, a fire in early 2019 broke out. The fire originated from a small, temporary home. The bodies of a father and son, both of whom were trash collectors, were found after the fire was extinguished. This came as a result of them most likely burning down copper, which later became an uncontrolled fire. The issue was reported. However, no real regulations have been implemented to ensure that similar occurrences don't happen again. So the area has no regulation, no governmental surveillance, or anything to fully control the landfill. This has resulted to be even worse for the COVID-19 pandemic. Out of the approximate 600 tons of trash, 
Two tons are of toxic waste, primarily high-risk COVID-19 waste. As of now, Mexico is in phase red, basically meaning the country is handling the pandemic in an inadequate way, which has resulted in it being the seventh most infected country worldwide. Although it has been affecting the country as a whole, the issue with controlling the pandemic has been as a result of the small, rural, low-income jobs and communities that have had little to no regulations to keep the risk of COVID-19 low. Unfortunately, Bordo de Xochica is dealing with the pandemic, all while the government ignores the workers' needs and pleads. In a recent interview with some of the trash collectors, a woman named as Mari is quoted saying, The government is giving supplies and economic resources to help people, but where the garbage dump begins, we cease to exist. They told us they were going to put bottles with chlorine to wash our hands, but we have nothing. The municipal government, headed by Juan Hugo de la Rosa, has made no adjustments to the dump in order to ensure that the many garbage collectors are safe and are given the necessary means to protect themselves, considering that the workers need to work to sustain their families, living paycheck to paycheck. When questioned about his actions, he announced that the municipality has not yet had a positive case, alluding this to the many antibodies that the workers have from being exposed to the putrid and toxic smells of the dump. Along with this, the decrease of waste as a result of the pandemic has made many of the workers question if they will even get paid. Although the Bordo de Xochiaca is an extreme case of poor waste management, the entire waste management system in the country lacks regulation and is in dire need of reform. Both small and large communities have been dealing with many of the side effects of waste management, primarily waste seeping into farmlands and rivers. Since the government has allowed the landfill business to be managed privately, the many restrictions set in place have not been followed on a national level. Adding to this, there is no widespread recycling culture in Mexico with many garbage companies mixing recycled, organic, and inorganic waste together and depositing it into a landfill. As a society, we like to blame governmental superiors for the lack of efficient, clean, and ethical waste management, which in this case is largely as a result of the faulty regulations. However, the consumerist culture in which a large facet of society is based upon has led to a lack of consciousness regarding usage of plastic, recycling, and organic waste management. The Bordo de Xochiaca landfill highlights so many issues affecting the country inefficient systems, lack of governmental surveillance, insecurity, and corrupt dealings. However, it's in these exact locations that small changes can begin that can ultimately lead to widespread change. Having these issues reported on is a step in the right direction. The realization that there are environmental and social injustices, especially in the capital of the country, helps individuals become aware of the real situation. We often handle trash without much thought, using it 5 to 10 seconds and then throwing it away. Yet, in the quick amount of time that we use it, and it most likely being single use, we completely erase the fact that the trash needs to be treated. And in Mexico, it's the hard-working, minimum-wage workers that are doing us a favor so that in the end we don't have to worry. Unfortunately, since waste management is such an extensive issue, it leaves the average citizen with little to do. However, I do ask that if you are listening, give more of a thought to the trash, the plastic, the cardboard, and the paper, and where it goes. I'm not asking anyone to go plastic free, however adjusting the usage of plastic can, in the end, lower the need for Bordo de Xochiacas. The fact that something as simple as someone's lifestyle, meaning their trash and plastic usage, could ultimately affect and define the quality of life for others is the reason why Bordo de Xochiaca and the many other thousands of landfills are relevant to every individual's life. Thank you for listening to this episode of Generation Mexico. If you liked it, let me know by following the podcast. Seeing that people are interested in the episode really helps with the production of the podcast, so I appreciate any form of acknowledgement from listeners. 
Once again, visit the podcast Instagram page at underscore Generation Mexico. Thank you.